Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. If you have your Bibles, just open up, up, up with me real, real quickly. And let me just drop this thought in your heart, um, this word. And um, I believe it will encourage you and, and just help you. Um, I want to go to 1 Peter real quickly. 1 Peter chapter 5. And I'll begin reading at verse 5. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. <clears throat> Can we just thank the Lord just one more time? Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you, be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. Listen to this. For God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings, listen to this, are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Notice that he threw that in there. Knowing that your same, the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace who have called us, listen to this, to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. That after you have suffered a while. Perfect. Establish. Strengthen. And settle you. To him be the glory. And the dominion. Forever. And ever. This here is of course the writings of the apostle Peter who was dressing an audience of believers who were going through difficult times. They were going through times of suffering and times of persecution. They were going through real trying times during the time of, of his writing. If you look at Peter's writings, both of them, you will see that this subject or this theme is kind of consistent throughout his, the context of his writings in the scripture. And Peter comes here with... In essence, words of just encouragement and words of guidance and direction and to help them navigate through this time that they're facing. And if anyone that could navigate people through times of great trial and great testing and, and even persecution and suffering and having to overcome obstacles and adversities would be Peter himself. As we saw even a lot of his testimony throughout the Gospels. Uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But what I want you to understand that what Peter actually helps us to understand when it comes to suffering, when it comes to going through hardships and struggles, understand that Jesus even said in John 16 that in this world you will have tribulation. In this world, you're going to face challenges and adversities and hardships and struggles. Being a believer does not make you immune to adversities. Being a believer does not, 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 not keep you or, 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 or protect you from having problems. And sometimes if we're not careful that 
that we might try to paint a, a picture that says, you know, well, if you become a Christian, you'll never go through anything. If you become a Christian, everything is going to be all right. I do believe if you become a believer of Jesus Christ, everything will be all right. But I also know that hardships and struggles will come. But it's one thing to have to go through life and face challenges all by yourself. But it's another thing to know that you have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords on your side. That great shepherd that says, I will walk with you through every valley that you face in life. I need you to understand that, listen, that suffering and trials are not unique, but universal. Never think that you're the only one that's going through what you're going through. Somebody is going through something similar. Somebody is going through a struggle. The enemy often would have us to believe that we're the only one. I'm the only one that's dealing with this. I'm the only one that's facing this. I'm the only one. But in reality, I guarantee you, somebody has walked down your path or is walking down your path in some form or fashion. Understand when you talk about trying times of suffering, they're temporal and not eternal. The Bible said this, this light affliction, which is for a moment, worketh for me. Listen to those words. A more exceeding and eternal weighted glory. Paul said this light affliction. And you're saying, I don't know what you're talking about. This is some heavy stuff that I'm going through. And you said it's only temporal. I've been going through this for five years. But what do you mean that it's light? It's light in comparison to the weight of what God has for you in your future. It's temporal when you look at it in the eyes of eternity. Listen, on this side of eternity, this is the shortest life you'll ever have. When you enter into heaven and when you enter into eternity with Jesus Christ, that's really the real life. And that life is the blessed life. That life is the best life. That life is the glorious life. This is the, come on, the, your worst day. It all, you only have a time here on earth. And he said it's but for a moment in light of eternity. And that's why he said, look, not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. Because the things which are seen are temporary, but the things that are unseen are eternal. I'm going to set my eyes on eternity. I'm going to keep looking to Jesus no matter what. He's the author and finisher of my faith. And what I'm going through, that's what exactly it is. It's what I'm going through. I'm not going to stay here always. I'm not going to be here always. The Bible said that we are pilgrims and sojourners in this earth. In other words, this is not my permanent place. This is just a temporary holding place come on somebody this is just the hotel heaven is my home Peter teaches us when we face challenges and struggles and trials it's not a surprise we face because it said count it not strange but it's a process we embrace it may be painful but I'm here to announce that it's purposeful the Bible said this. He said he gave us several instructions real quickly. I'm not going to have time to go through the whole thing. But number one, he said, here's what you got to do when you're going. I want to remind you. He said, number one, you got to humble yourselves. Humble yourselves, he said. Write that down. I got to humble myself. When I'm going through challenges and I'm going through struggles and I'm going through adversity, there's a humility that has to come. 
Notice he said, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. It oftentimes in Greek context, people who were humble or who walked in humility were considered as considered weak. They made fun of them. They mocked them. It was a sign of weakness. But how many know even in our society today, it's mostly those uh, who are rewarded or esteemed highly who are hard and strong and brave and tough and all that's good. And, 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 and never I can withstand anything. And those are the ones that are often elevated and exalted and honored. But when you come to the kingdom of God, it's just a little a bit different because God says the humble shall be exalted. In other words, that which is least will become great. That which is small will become big. And he said the key, why is humility important? Why? Because watch this. All of us when going through hard times and struggles have the notion of pride in our hearts to want to control the situation ourselves. We want to fix it. We want to work it out. We want to make it happen. We want it to stop on our time. How can I get myself? How can I work this? How can I maneuver this? How can I do this? Who can I call? Do this, do that, do that. But he said, when you find yourself in these times, the one thing you got to learn to do is to humble yourself. You got to be willing to humble yourself and know, come under his hand. And when you come under his hand, his hand will come under you. And what it means by coming under his hand it means you got to remove your hands if you get your hands out of the way his hands can come in as long as you have control God can't be in control in that situation but when you lose control you give God control and he said if you'll humble yourself take your hands off of it now I can work because what happens in these times what God often do with trials trials transitions our trust because up until this point we've been self-sufficient and not God dependent and what God will say I'll take you through these times to show you who your real source is who your real provider is who your real help is where your true hope is it transitions our trust but it's going to take humility humble myself let me move quickly can't get in all of it but the second he said it's going to require humility we just talked about Jesus Christ on the cross. Do you understand he was the epitome of humbling himself? Do you understand Jesus went through the greatest trial and times of suffering than any man that ever lived on the face of this planet? Do you understand in Philippians, the Bible said he humbled himself and became obedient. The Bible said this, he made himself of no reputation. You know what that means? It means this, he emptied himself of all of his privileges. Which means that through all the things that Christ went through, all the suffering and all the pain and all the agony, at any given time, Jesus could have spoke one word and it had to stop. He could have spoke one word and it had to quit. He could have extended his hand one time and whatever the enemy and people were trying to do to them, it would have to come to a screeching halt. But the Bible said... He relinquished himself of his privileges and he submitted and humbled himself to the process. 
Because he knew that what, man, what I'm going to is greater than what I'm going through. He understood there's a joy that is set before me. He understood that in 2018 on September the 9th at 5.30, I'm going to interrupt a 5 p.m. service at the front and I'm going to send an invitation out and there are going to be people that come into a relationship with me. So he endured the cross and despised the shame and now he's at the right hand of the Father. And the Bible said, therefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name above all names. Watch this. The ascension of Christ, watch this, is the exaltation of humility. Number two, real quickly. He said, I want you to humble yourself. But then he said, to cast your cares upon me. He said, first you got to humble yourself and relinquish control and you trying to do it and figure it out and work it out in your own strength and ability and he said then you'll get to the place where number two is I want you to cast your cares upon me for I cared for you is, is John Paul can he help me real quick I think he's waiting on me to call for him real quickly run 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 where's he at come here John Paul come on come on real quickly Come on, come on. The king's business, take haste. I learned that from Pastor Franklin. But anyway, I want you to sit there and hold it. He, he said, the next thing you do after you humble yourself, I need you to, he said this, cast your cares upon me. He said, for I cared for you. And that word care, when he said cast your care, that word care is anxiety, worry, hardship, struggles, adversities, Family problems, marriage problems, children, children problems, financial problems. It said anything that would lead to anxiety and fear and frustration and aggravation and discouragement. Anything that would cause you to be restless at night that involves any area of your life. It, that's what the word care is defined as. Whatever the thing that I can't sleep at night, that's a care. Whatever I'm doing, scratch. You know those things that you're having those 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 personal conversations when you're driving down the road with yourself. I don't know what I'm gonna do about this. Oh God, I just uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I have them too. You know those conversations right there, and you ain't talking to the Lord. You're talking to yourself. How am I gonna get this worked out? I just don't know what I worked out. Gonna work that. You know the stuff you even talk about in your sleep that your wife tell you about the next day. You can't even sleep. But these things that are constantly weighing on you. He said, I need you to cast your cares, and that word cast it. It means to roll off onto. But watch this. He said to cast your cares and not carry your cares. Because I never meant for you to carry what you were supposed to cast. And too many Christians are carrying things instead of casting things. We're carrying stuff, burdens we shouldn't be carrying. Come on, responsibilities for some of us that we shouldn't be carrying. We're carrying weight. We're carrying discouragement. We're carrying fears and frustration and discouragement. We're way down, way down with all sorts of things. And God said, I never meant for you to be a carrier of cares. You were meant to be a carrier of my 
my presence, but you got to remove. Notice they had to get rid. They had to get through the veil. It was garments. It was things that had to be pulled away or torn away so they can get to the presence of God. What do you need to cast away and throw away and pull away so that your true identity is a carrier of his presence, not a carrier of problems, carrier of his presence, not a carrier of perplexities, carriers of his presence, not carriers of discouragement and frustration. Because here's the issue. The longer you carry it, it begins to cover you. You keep carrying it. And what becomes, come on, carried in your hand begins to cover your life. And now you're not being carried by it. You're being covered with it. Mm-hmm. You're not just carrying it. Now it's covering you. Now it's co- And notice that, that when it starts covering, you don't look the same. When it starts covering, you can't talk the same. You're, now you're talking doubt. Now you're talking defeat. Now you're talking unbelief. When, when, it, when, it's, when you start covering you, listen, you're, you, you can't even hear like you need to hear. You can't see like you need. You lose vision. You start losing perspective because now what I'm carrying is, is, is covering me up. And now I don't even look like how, who I used to look. In other words, I'm losing my identity. Now I'm becoming what I'm going through. Now I'm, I'm looking like what I'm going through. I'm because I've been carrying this stuff. I'm carrying, I'm carrying, I'm carrying, I'm carrying the issues with my children. I'm, I, I'm carrying the issues with my husband. I, I really want him to be saved and I really want him to come to church. And, and I really, I really, I really, I'm believing for my wife. I'm, I'm believing that she's going to come to faith. Oh my God, I got this business. What's wrong, John Paul? Are you tired? Are you tired? Are you tired? Come on, come on. You got to help me. I know you're caring a lot, but that's what happens. See, when you start carrying it for a long time, you get weary. You start getting getting tired. See, there's everything in you that just want to let go. You just want to let go. And what happens is that's what you start doing. You want to let go and check out on life because you've been carrying it, but you were never meant to carry it because when you start carrying it, you start being covered in it. But he said to cast your cares. And I'm going to end with this point because for time's sake, he says, cast your cares upon me for I cared for you. It means to roll off on to that. Watch this. It means to roll off of that which was never meant to be never meant never meant to carry it onto that which was created and designed to carry it. And and can I and please don't get upset with me because I, I'd already disclaimed. But I'm gonna show you an example of how it's not supposed to be in my mind, in my opinion. Don't judge me. But when I first came to California, um, I, I saw an incident and, and it messed with me. I'm from the country. It's just, it's just bear with me. But I saw a family and uh, there was a little child, probably two years old, that had a little monkey backpack with a string on it, like a little leash. And at the same time, I looked over, I said, oh, they got two kids. Must have a little baby. No, they didn't have another little baby. They did have a little puppy, though, in the stroller. I'm not judging you. Just bear with me. Some of y'all are like, mm. I felt it. I felt it coming back at me. But let's be realistic. And I, but in my mind, shouldn't the stroller be carrying the child and the leash should be attached to the dog. 
it looks like those roles have been reversed. John Paul, you okay? In essence, it would be like me carrying a boxes on my back while leading a camel by the leash. I'm struggling. I'm hurting. I'm, and watch this. And I have the answer right there. And I don't choose to take advantage of it because I'm trying to manage it. And the answer is right there. Moses, come help me. Really quick. You got to run. Come help me. and Because I got I, I to gotta make this point. Come on. Come on. Come on. John Paul, are you okay? You look like you're caring a lot. Are you hanging in there? Can you come, come Moses? I need you to do a huge favor. I need you to get down on your knees. Got it? I need you to go a little bit low. I need you to get on like fours. There you go, right there. When I was studying, I was just curious about that word cast. Cast. And that word cast is the same word, watch this, that was used in the triumphant entry. When they went and got a donkey. I'm <laughs> they went and got a donkey that was tied up. And in Luke, it said this. Look, it's the same word that Peter uses. The Bible said they cast garments. Same word. They took off and rolled on to the donkey. In other words, what they were carrying, they start casting. And it said they put garments, they cast garments on the donkey. They would take them off and they was cast. Feeling a little bit lighter? I'm almost done. Casting on. Jesus, yes. Jesus. 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 I always read and I thought they were casting them. I know they laid the palm branches down. I thought they were casting the garments down on the ground. But, you, I, but when you read the scripture in Luke, it said they cast the garments on the donkey. Watch this. And then they said, you ready? They placed Jesus on it. They cast their garments. They cast the things that had been covering them up, smothering their prayer life, smothering their worship, smothering their devotion, smothering their Bible reading, smothering their, their, their church attendance, suffocating love in their marriage, suffocating, come on, come on, their peace, suffocating their joy. They cast it, but what got me, they said, and then they sat Jesus on it. And the point I'm trying to get you to see that Jesus has already covered and conquered what you're carrying. And if you would cast your cares upon him, he said, I've already, when I sat on the throne, 
I set on everything that you've been stressing about. I set on everything that you've been worried about. I set on everything. You're worried about where the money has come from? I've set on it. You're worried about, is, is my marriage going to? I set on it. You're worried about, is the business going to turn around? I set on it. You're worried about where the house sell or if I get a house? I set on it. My children are still not saved. He sat on that too, but he can't sat on, sit on what you don't cast off. And all I'm trying to get you to see is you don't have to carry it, but you do have to cast it. And if you cast it, know that your Christ has conquered it in Jesus' mighty name. Give Jesus a shout of praise that he's conquered my cares. He's covered my cares. He's covered my finances. He's covered my family. He's covered my marriage. He's covered my children. And he said, why? Doing it because I don't have anything else to do? No. He said, because I care for you. I care about you. He said, the object is you. I care about you. I love you. I came for you. It matters to me what you go through. It matters to me what you face. I remember I was having a conversation. I'll share this story. I'll share this story. I was talking to a pastor. He's like a mentor in my life and just sharing some things. And I was talking about my kids. You know, you start getting older and I mean, I'm not that old. But you start, you start thinking about things different. You think about your children. You think about their future and the call of God. You know, just, just, I'm just a dad and try, you know, and I'm just going on and on and on. And he said, Javon, stop. I said, wait, what? I was having a moment. He said, listen to me. Do you not think God cares about your kids? Do you not think God cares about the well-being of your children? He said, let me put it like this. God cares for your kids in a way that you and your wife will never be able to care for them. God loves your children in a way that you'll never be able to love them. So he said, give them kids to God. Put him into his hands. That doesn't mean I become an irresponsible father. I got to do what I got to do. But he said, put him in his hands. His hands are bigger than your hands. His hands will guide them. His hands will protect them. His hands will keep them. That hand will provide for them. That hand will hold them in the midnight hour. And when they try to act crazy, that hand will be right there. That's not you. That's not you. That, that hand of conviction. That's not you. You don't do that. You don't live like that. You don't act like that. No, 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 no. That hand will be right there. And so I just stop by to tell you. Stop carrying and start casting. And when he said cast, here's how he wants you to cast it. Real quick. He wants you to cast, cast it. Watch this. He wants you to cast it confidently. I'm confident because I know he cares. 
He wants you to care. He wants you to cast it. I wrote it like this conclusively. In other words, you know what I'm going to do here, God. Boom. That's it. That's it. I've given it to you. I put it on you. I told you about it. I prayed about it. I, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not picking it back up. You got it. You deal with it. You handle it. Just hit your boy up. Send me a text, DM or something. Let me know how it's going to work out. Conclusively. And completely. Because notice he didn't say cast a care. He said all your care. So what are you caring about right now? Watch this. Your care list is your prayer list. For all of you that says, I can't pray that long. Well, I want you to write down everything you've been talking to yourself about and everybody else about that's bothering you and upsetting you and getting you up, talking to people that can't do nothing about it, talking to people that can't fix it. I, I, I find we need people. We talk to people. That's all good. When you start, just stop. Put it in your notepad or whatever. It, dictate to yourself and then take that to the prayer closet tomorrow with a little bit of faith. Uh, if you weren't here this morning, you don't know what I'm talking about. With a little bit of faith, just take it in the morning and you got a prayer list. And for some of y'all, y'all going to have to miss work because you're going to be in there a while. And you just start saying, I give you this. 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 You're going to be in there. I give you this. And as you do, I give you this. I give you this. I get you. I mean, you're going to start even feeling like what, what in the world? Woo. You're going to feel lighter. The scale is going to remain the same, but you're going to feel lighter. You're going to feel lighter in your spirit. Come on. You're going to feel lighter in your heart. You're going to feel lighter in your mind because I'm casting things that I should never carry. Can we give our, our help a great big round of applause? Thank you so much. I love these guys. They're amazing. We thank God for them. John Paul, I, I, he never got the point. He's still been carrying it this whole time. He never let it go. Come on, let's give it up for him right now. Here it is. I'm closing. It's time to close. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you were blessed.